Since the beginning of the church, persecution has been part of the Christian experience. In fact, the Bible tells us that all who seek to live a godly life will be persecuted. Today, an estimated 360 million Christians are living under severe religious restriction. On this podcast, we share their stories. And we answer the question, how can American Christians live as Christ in an increasingly hostile culture? The way of the persecuted is the harder way. And this is the Harder Way Podcast. Well, hello once again. I'm still Scott. And I'm still Maddie. And welcome to the Harder Way Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be talking about the power of testimonies. Wow, testimonies. That's a really great topic Mm -hmm. because, you know, when you choose to live the harder way, the Mm -hmm. way of faith over fear, people's testimonies can be a significant source of encouragement Mm -hmm. in sometimes very difficult situations. Absolutely. And I want to be clear with our listeners that when we're talking about testimonies, we're not just talking about the stories of how people first got saved. Those testimonies are great, um, but we're talking about all of the amazing stories of God's faithfulness, all of the miraculous accounts of God's hand in people's lives that happen after people are saved. So it's kind of like the stories of when we are walking through the valley of the shadow of mm-hmm. death, Psalm mm-hmm. 23, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and God has been with us. Absolutely. And he's comforted us and Absolutely. encouraged us and given us a victory. And those testimonies encourage other Christians. Yes. And those testimonies are powerful. We can see very clearly in scripture the importance of testimonies. You know, Revelation twelve eleven refers to overcoming the enemy by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Wow. So they really are powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, in the narrative portions of scriptures, which is a lot a of a good portion of scripture, uh, the narrative means stories. They are also testimonies. And you know, when I read through the Old Testament, um, especially when I'm reading the story of Israel, I like to say that the that the Israel is the story of a man's heart or a mm. woman's heart. That's good, and though. That That's we good. See our inclination towards drifting away from God. And we see God's loving heart of drawing us back to himself and how much he loves us and how much he believes in us. And so as I listen or read the testimonies of Israel, what I take away from that is that God loves me so much that if I stray away, which I will, that he will do whatever is necessary Mm -hmm. to bring me back. Absolutely. And that encouragement uh, that you're describing by reading the testimonies of the Israelites is the same kind of encouragement that we can experience and that we can give others uh, by sharing our own testimonies and by listening to the testimonies of others. The Bible is really clear that it is an important thing to remember what God has done in our lives. Uh, I don't know those of you who may or may not be familiar, but there's a story in Joshua uh, about the people of Israel going through uh, the Jordan River. Mm-hmm. And the Jordan River uh, was obviously, it was it was a river and it was going to be difficult to walk through, but the Lord dried up the river and allowed them to all walk through. Uh, the second that they walked in with the Ark of the Covenant, the river dried up. 
And after that, God told Joshua to have each uh, one person from each of the tribes of Israel collect a large stone and stack them up. And these 12 stones were uh, described as being a uh, enduring memorial for this event, for this miraculous event. Wow, it's really cool. Now, is there a special word that applies to those stones? There is a word that applies to those stones. Uh, we would refer to that these days as uh, an Ebenezer. Now, that's kind of an interesting word. It is because Ebenezer is one of those words that Christians see or they hear and we go, oh, Ebenezer. <laughs> and, then, and we think inside, I should really know what that means, yeah. but I don't. But I'm too embarrassed to say that I don't because all these people around me probably do, but they actually don't But nobody else does. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. So an Ebenezer stone is a memorial stone. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Absolutely. And we get that name from a passage in 1 Samuel, uh, 1 Samuel 7, 10 through 12. Can you read that for us? Yeah. It says, as Samuel was offering up the burnt offering, the Philistines drew near to attack Israel. But the Lord thundered with a mighty sound that day against the Philistines and threw them into confusion, and they were defeated before Israel. And the men of Israel went out from its bah and pursued the Philistines and struck them as far as below Bethkar. Then Samuel took a stone and set it up between Mitzpah and Shen and called its name Ebenezer. For he said, till now, the Lord has helped us. So an Ebenezer is really a memorial stone. It means stone of help. And we see actually several different accounts throughout the Old Testament uh, of 12 stones, of the erection of memorial stones. And it sets up this precedent for us as, as Christians that it is incredibly important to remember God's faithfulness. You know, in the early church, when they would meet together, the... Um, uh, Early church fathers described the reading of the Gospels and of some of the letters mm-hmm. uh, that Paul wrote, especially, as the memoirs of the apostles. Oh, and that's that, good. Right? It's, I it's, love that description. It's their testimonies, mm-hmm. right? And we all know Absolutely. how much God's Word, especially the Gospels, mm-hmm. uh, ha- have uh, inspired us and they have uh, encouraged us. You know... I had an experience. I, well, I've had a lot of experiences where testimony has been crucial to my making it through a situation or to changing my attitude about a situation. Because, you know, you can go through a situation and you can go through it as a, a kind of stumbling through it and you kind of choose the way of fear yeah. and you get crushed by the circumstance and then God reaches down and lifts you up and, and, and pulls you out of that and delivers you. So your testimony is, yeah, I had no faith. I just stumbled and I fell and God lifted me up and saved me. Great mm. testimony, right? Yeah. But if we choose the harder way, if we have developed in our, within ourselves and by the grace of God, through the power of the Holy Spirit, if we have developed an ability to choose the way of faith, then our testimony becomes more like, yeah, I went into this hard circumstance and I just hunkered down, put on the armor of God and just stood still because I knew that the Lord would fight for me mm. and that he would deliver me. And yes, it was hard. And yes, at moments it was awful. But in the end, my faith was confirmed by the actions of my great and mighty God. So you can have wow. two kinds of testimonies. Yeah. Yeah. So when I was in, uh, in, in uh, Cuba uh, years ago, I won't say how many years, but it was it was not that long ago. And... 
we had been out uh, distributing Bibles uh, to different pastors. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've always find it's important to distribute to the pastors and not to the churches. Mm, because, why is that? Well, because we want the church uh, to uh, really see the hand of God working through their pastor. Mm. And we don't want the credit or the glory. Yeah. So we don't meet with the churches at all, ever. Wow. We, we meet with the pastors privately. And we just and we minister to them and, and we'll we give the minister to them by giving them Bibles yeah. and prayer. And then we let them share with us the wisdom that they've learned. And we let them share their testimony with us. Mm. And it really it really encourages us. And we share those testimonies with the American church. Absolutely. And that's one of the things that we're trying to do on this podcast. That's why you're going to hear so many stories. And you've already heard several stories just in our first few episodes, because we understand that the stories of those lived experiences of truly experiencing the faithfulness of God, truly seeing the miraculous hand of God at work, those stories are priceless and those are going to be so much more powerful than things that are we're just kind of spouting off from our own heads. Well, you know, going exactly and going back to my my testimony story. Yes, this so, is a testimony about testimony. Testimony so this about is, this is pretty cool. And this was powerful because you know, I was with a group of people who were all very experienced, very mature Christians, mm-hmm. people who were all adept and very well uh, rehearsed very well practiced in living the harder way mm. and we got back to our hotel and the manager of the hotel came and told us the police were here looking for you we told them you weren't here but they're planning on coming back in wow. the middle of the night to arrest you all well so that's a scary situation it is scary because yeah. you just don't know and and as america kind of loses some of its um Favor, favor in the, in the, the world. world. Yeah, yeah, you wind up. You want. You're, it's a little scarier because they may not be so likely to treat you like a Roman citizen and just you know with a little wow. favor. Yeah, right. So uh, it's 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 possible you wind up in a jail and and jails in other countries are not like our jails. Yeah. Ours are like resorts compared to theirs, and ours are awful. Yeah. Um. So anyway, we were we were uh, we came back to our, our room. So we we went into the room of one of the um one of our team. And we uh, we all sat down. We were quiet for a few minutes as we kind of gathered ourselves. And then um, one of the couriers said, you remember that time when we were in Vietnam? And it just turned out that all of us had been on that mission, you know, decades yeah. earlier. And these things happened. And they stole, told the story of how we'd been arrested and all the chaos that ensued and how God had done a miracle through all the chaos like he typically does. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a good testimony for you. It's just like Gideon's army. He brings chaos mm-hmm. in the midst of his enemy and then great things happen. Well, just like the passage we read from First Samuel where God struck uh, the Philistines with confusion. Right, mm-hmm. right. It's a standard practice of God. <laughs> so get that part of the testimony. And when you see confusion, when you're trying to do something for the Lord... And you all of a sudden realize that everybody else is in confusion. God is working. Be still mm-hmm. and let him work. So they, 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 they share the testimony of how we've been delivered from what was surely uh, uh, an arrest. We were detained for a long time. Yeah. And then somebody else shared another story. And then somebody else shared another story. And as, it, as, as we went around the room, each of us had a testimony of God's deliverance of our couriers from seemingly unescapable circumstances. That's amazing. It was amazing. And by the time we finished, each of us had shared a testimony. We turned to prayer, to praise, and to rejoicing. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and we left the uh, the other the courier's room that we were in. We left their hotel room, all of us, encouraged and without fear. And to a person, I'll say to a man, but it wasn't just yeah. men. To a man, we went back to our rooms. We slept peacefully. Probably the only decent night's sleep I had the entire time I was in the country the last time. I, <laughs> wow. I Honestly, I would most nights I couldn't sleep more than an hour straight mm-hmm. without waking up. And slept through the night, got up the next morning. The police had returned. And the oh. manager of the hotel confronted them. And said, what is wrong with you? These are good people. Mm. They they give us um, money to help support our families. They don't use prostitutes. They don't, they don't gamble. Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, trying to take part in illegal activities. They just come here to be a blessing to the people of this island. Why would you arrest them? Shame on you. Wow. And the police left. That's incredible. While we slept. And so there's another Mm. testimony of God's goodness. That's amazing. Something that I think, uh, I think really struck me when you were telling that story about everybody going around and sharing their testimonies was those were things that they could easily bring to the, the top of their minds. Right. And I think it's important to remember that our brains uh, the, with just the basic anatomy of our brains, we can only store so much information. And the synapses in our brains and all of the little, you know, nerve endings and the things that work together, the more that we focus on things, the more that those are solidified as important things uh, to keep in our permanent memory. Because you know how there are some things you can remember from 40 years ago like it was yesterday. But there were a million other things that happened 40 years ago that you wouldn't remember at all. And it's because your brain decided those were important things. So when it comes to remembering testimonies, when those things happen, when we see God's faithfulness, when we see his miraculous hand in our lives, we can't just let it end at that moment. We have to choose to write those things down, to think about those things, to remind ourselves, to share those things with other people. Because the more that we do that, the more those things are going to be solidified in our minds. And when we're in those situations like you and the team were in, you're going to be able to bring those testimonies just right up quick like that. Yeah, you can wire in a response. You know, military special forces do this. I, they'll they'll practice some small maneuver over and over and over and over and over again so that in the pressure of combat and live fire and things blowing up around you, they can perform that because they've mm. wired their brains yep. that way. And I like to say that it's good to rehearse your testimony. So, like, mm. remind yourself yeah. and tell yourself the stories. Yes. You know, you can encourage yourself with with the testimonies. And that's a really powerful thing, too. When you're going through a difficult situation, sit down and think about as many things that you can think of that God has done for you. As Mm. many stories you can think of. It's really powerful. I think and or think of memorize some hymns like the hymn, Be Still My Soul. Mm. The next line, the Lord is on thy side. Hello. Yeah. That'll that if you can make your brain be wired that way. You know, there's some people that are so negative and they have and this kind of goes into the world of neuroplasticity where we are not experts, but we know people who know people who are experts. <laughs> <laughs> so we're right in there. So we're right in there. <laughs> yeah. I saw a guy one time and stood next to him in the library and he knew a guy. <laughs> um 
But this goes into the world of neuroplasticity, but you can train your brain how to respond to a situation. So we can rehearse that our response to fear is to remember moments that build faith. Wow. Right? Just like you can train yourself that when something happens, you can you can always look for the negative in it. Mm. And you become that negative person who they win a million dollars. Yeah, but I got to pay taxes. But you won a million dollars. <laughs> You're still going to have hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. that you didn't earn. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I got to pay tax. It's like mm-hmm. some people's lives get ruined by getting a lot of money. Not a problem. Give it to me. I know how to spend <laughs> money. I can be able to advance God's kingdom powerfully. Yeah. With it, right? So... Um, we need to re- we we can recognize then that testimony is as you, you know it is a powerful powerful weapon in our arsenal and in fact it is an offensive weapon mm. right because when we when it tells us in Ephesians Paul tells us to put on the armor of God and then he tells us to take up the word of God which mm. is the the sword of the spirit the sword of the spirit right the word that's used there for word is not logos which is normally used for word yeah. Which which is used a lot to refer to the written word. It's Rhema. And oh, Rhema is okay. like a spoken or declared word. Wow. So you can declare scripture and you can declare your testimony. And that's the offensive weapon. Yes. That's, that's incredible. Right? It's just like was was talking about in, in Revelation about the overcoming the enemy by the word of the testimony because that's the offensive weapon. Right. So we have a personal... Uh, we have we have personal crises that we go through all the time. You know, the life yeah. of ministry is not a, is not an easy life. Mm-hmm. There are moments of pressure and, and fear, and, and uh, moments of loss, and moments when the people around you get attacked, and moments yeah. when people struggle with sin, and all of those things. And we can choose how we respond. But if we re- and if and if we've rehearsed our testimonies, then we can say, "You might think you've got us, enemy, but I know." Mm. I've seen God do this yep. and I've seen God do that and I've seen the power of this and I've experienced the power of that. So you might want me to lay down and give up and choose the way of fear. But, but it's I'm not choosing, gonna happen. I'm walking We're choosing the way of choosing the way of faith. Yeah. Choosing the harder way. Yeah. So I think when it comes to testimonies, it's sad because we don't see a lot of those old school kind of testimony services that there Mm -hmm. used to be Mm -hmm. uh, where people would just get up and share about what God had done in their lives. Uh, I think we need to bring some of that back. So any uh, any pastors who are listening, maybe uh, take that advice uh, that I would give. But I think that we can still get the power of sharing testimonies just by telling people in our lives that uh, we can make sure that in, instead of all of the kind of just drivel that we may talk about, we can share the testimonies of the things in our lives. Uh, we can we can share about how great God is. And not only is that going to be encouraging to them and be encouraging to you, uh, it's going to be a really powerful tool in defeating the enemy and his plans to steal, kill, and destroy. And it can just be a part of your normal conversation. It doesn't need to be a sermon. Right, absolutely. If you start start preaching at people, especially people who are non-believers or they're kind of on the fence or they're even weak believers. They're going to immediately shut down. They are. Don't preach at them. But you can just, when you say, yeah, we were worried about this, but I remember that the Lord did that Mm -hmm. in the past and I knew he could get us through again, and he did. Yes, absolutely. Boom. You're Testimony. just just sharing stories, and, now and when, it's really powerful. Yeah, and then, then when this person that just heard that is facing some situation, yep. then the Lord 
will be faithful to bring to remembrance to them. Hey, remember what old what old Scott said to you about that what thing that happened to him and how God got mm-hmm. him through? Well, this is the same situation. Maybe God can get you through too. Mm-hmm. What if you just trusted God? Yes. What if you chose the way of faith and then something good happens? Absolutely. Right? And we can be encouraged also by the testimonies of others. First and foremost, by the testimonies uh, in Scripture, all of the amazing accounts of God's faithfulness. But we can also be encouraged by the faithfulness uh, of God in the lives of the Christians that have gone before us. Reading Christian biographies is an incredible way to yeah. just fill your mind with testimonies. And some of the stories will really just blow you away. It's amazing. I, I remember reading the biography of E.M. Bounds. Mm. And he's the guy that's the big prayer guy. Yeah. He's, he's associated with tremendous prayer ministry. And what's interesting is that not only do you get these great testimonies of God's faithfulness, but you also get history. Yeah. That's not written down in the history books. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was going on in his town in Missouri? How were the northern troops treating the common citizens? How are the southern troops? You know, you find out uh, in reading Ian e. Bounds' uh, uh, biography that a lot of people joined the Confederate Army not because they uh, from Missouri, not because they supported slavery or they or even about states' rights. They were just being treated so poorly by the occupying northern troops that they were mad and went and joined the other side. Wow! Right? Yeah. But you learn those kind, of, and there's a, there's a testimony right there. You know, be kind to people. Mm-hmm. When you have authority over them, mm-hmm. because they might go join the other team. Join the opposite side of the war. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. But yeah. And then right now I'm going through um, Bob Foo's uh, uh, bibliography or bio- bibliography. bibliography. His, bi- His biography. Yeah. And it is, I'm halfway through mm-hmm. and seeing the hand of God in his life prior to his conversion. Wow. How God yeah. uses the experiences of his father and his mother to bring him to the point that he's at. I'm always amazed by that. Those yeah. testimonies always encourage me to see God's hand in people's lives before they come to a place where they confess salvation. And his stories really, I would recommend it. His, his story is very, very encouraging. I'll put the name of the book in the program. Absolutely. Notes. I mean, I just want to say af- after the Bible, as Christians, I feel that one of the most important things that we can read are Christian biographies. There yeah. are a lot of Christian books out there that are just, you know, giving advice on how we should live and what we should do and um, just different kind of life skills type of things. And, you know, all of that's great and everything. But if we want to really experience just the transformative power, uh, reading and engaging with Christian biographies uh, of the great Christians that have come before us, our brothers and sisters in Christ, that is going to make a huge difference. And if you just choose to live a life of faith over fear, you are going to have some amazing testimonies. Absolutely. If we want more testimonies, we've got to live a life of faith over fear. If we want those great testimonies, we have to live that life of faith over fear. Because if we are just depending on ourselves and depending on our own strength, if we are choosing to uh, hide away from difficult situations, we are not going to get the opportunity to see just the magnitude of the miraculous hand of God in our lives. The miraculous hand of God, indeed. That's the thing, right? Because when we experience the miraculous hand of God, our faith goes up, mm-hmm. our fear goes down, mm-hmm. and the ease with which we choose the harder way, the way of faith, 
it, it multiplies, it magnifies, it amplifies. And we find that where other people are struggling in a situation, we are having no trouble whatsoever choosing to trust God, choosing to walk by faith. In fact, we may even find ourselves choosing it when we don't have to. And that's where we really experience some pretty cool stuff. Wow, that is absolutely true. So to all of our listeners out there, when you choose the harder way, when you choose to live a life of faith over fear and you see the miraculous hand of God in your life, when you get those incredible testimonies, don't allow yourself to forget and don't keep it to yourself. Be encouraged by the testimony of God's faithfulness in your life. Constantly remind yourself of those truths. Write those things down so you don't forget and make sure to encourage others with those testimonies. Share them as often as you can. All right. Well, God bless you guys. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Harder Way podcast. If you were encouraged by this episode, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review. To be the first to know when we publish new episodes, subscribe to the Harder Way podcast on your favorite platform. Until next time, remember the words of Christ. Blessed are those who are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven.